God, amen. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life which came down from heaven. Our life and the life of the world depend on this bread, the bread of life, which comes from heaven. He told them, Moses did not give you the bread by my father. In this part of of the year, part of the season, the church is focusing on the unity with Christ. Um, as we are getting out of the Christmas, the Advent, the Nativity season, uh, with the Nativity fasts, some um, few feasts uh, related to the Nativity and the Epiphany and, and the wedding of Colonel Galilee, and then we're entering into another fast of the, the Great Land. The fathers have seen this season within the church calendar. The first part, the nativity, is to receive the new nature, to receive God incarnate. And then the, the, the next season uh, with the Great Land is to deal with the old man, was to deal with the um, uh, all our inner corruption that's in our hearts. So you'll see that we are progressing from receiving the new nature to dealing with the old nature. And we are in the middle between the two. And the, every Sunday between those two seasons are talking about uh, our journey in our spiritual life to be united with Christ. So you will see that the fathers are always seeing those in three different stages. Uh, they call it the, so many, there are many, many words, they, they, they describe it with many different words, but essentially our spiritual life is in, grows in three dimensions. And one dimension is uh, the purification. We continuously getting purified and getting detached from the world uh, through thanksgiving, radical thanksgiving, and through uh, him who purifies us from all detachment of the world. The other dimension is being illuminated. We receive wisdom from heaven, heavenly wisdom. We start to see mysteries, heavenly mysteries, and our brains start to develop another set of eyes to be enlightened. And the third dimension is the sanctification or the unification with Christ. And you'll see those in the, in, during this period of every Sunday, we, we saw all the purifications happening with the wedding of Cana Galilee and, and the whole Christmas season with the purification and receiving God the incarnate. And then we, we saw with the, uh, the, uh, uh, the enlightenment or the elimination of the man born blind and then now we are reading uh, John 6 which pretty much about the unification and the sanctification uh, with, with Christ the unification with Christ and the sanctification of our souls so Jesus made it very important very 
critical, essential to say, I am the bread of life. Without a bread, it's a famine. Without, without bread, there is death. So, in our spiritual life, Jesus told us that it's a must. It's not an optional thing. And our Orthodox way of life is very important. We are so rich in our Orthodox Church that being united with Christ is not a theory. It's not does not require mental gymnastics. You know, like you, you, you do this and you do that. You know, it's like, it's not theoretical. Jesus wanted the, unit, the unification with him to be an action. It's by food, by eating. It's not theoretical. So we come and we eat his, his body. And he said, if you do not do that, if you do not eat my flesh, you don't have life in you. And uh, the Jews uh, complained about that. They didn't like, like, like how we would do that. How, how we would be able to So we're talking today about the bread of life that's essential. And Jesus told us that it is a bread because it's essential. Life depends on it. And when we eat bread, we eat every day, right, to keep life going. We don't say, oh, I ate yesterday. I, it's not that's something that we expect that we do once and that's it, right? We, uh, we, we, we eat the bread and the bread give us something from external into our bodies, give us calories, right? Give us energy, gives us growth, sustains our life. And that's why Jesus said, I am the bread of life, because I'm going to sustain you. And it's not repetitive, it is growth. Every time is a new energy, every time there is a growth. You don't say it's repetitive, you do, you do that, you know, we are dependent on it. And the bread is essential in a way that it's, It has to be done to sustain life, and it's also in order for God to be accessible to anyone. He said it's food, it's bread. Everybody can eat. Right? So regardless of the IQ, regardless of the social class, Regardless of men or women, young or old, um, you have access to food. It's universal. And why God wanted to be that accessible, that universal of a thing for life? Because this is life. This is Him. And it's not theory. It is action. It is action. 
God said that without holiness, he revealed to us that without holiness we cannot see him. We cannot be saved. We cannot go to heaven. We, cannot, we must be holy. We must be saints. But we cannot produce holiness. We must receive holiness. So he said, I'm going to give you the bread of life with holiness packaged and you will receive holiness by eating this accessible food. Regardless of where we are and who we are, we have access to holiness. And we do eat of his blood, of his flesh, every time we come to communion. So, in the liturgy we say, make us worthy to, re to receive or to partake of your divine mysteries. So, the actual bread that we receive, what we do here in the liturgy is, we are receiving divine mysteries, divine and immortal mysteries. And we do have an approach to get into eating that bread. So he told them, Moses did not give you the bread that my father did. And this bread that we are receiving, we receive from the Father. So it's very important how we receive. And like we were saying earlier, our Avox way is so rich that it is addressing our, our human being, just eating to be united with divine mysteries, divine foods. It's, it's amazing what God is doing. What he chose to do for us to make it so simple to be united with him. To make it so accessible for holiness and for the purification. We receive purification. We receive enlightenment. We receive sanctification. But he says today, do not labor for the food that perishes, which perishes, but for the food who is eternal, stays forever. How many times we, 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 we labor for, 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 for an exam? We spend the night uh, for uh, doing you know, something to, to earn a certificate or, or an exam. We labor for um, certain jobs, doing certain jobs. We labor for the food that perishes. But he said, we ought to labor the same way, or, 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 or even, he said, do not labor for, for the food that would perish, but labor instead for the food that is for eternal life. And, and, and the, today, we want to taste that kind of labor. We tell God, give me, Lord, to labor for that kind of food. Many times we are um, pushed to come to the liturgy, maybe. Or we come to the liturgy and we don't receive anything. We are missing out on the gift of purification, the gift of holiness. 
He said, we, we cannot produce holiness. We cannot produce love. We cannot re- produce any of the virtues. Our nature is so corrupt, we cannot produce it. We must receive it. We must receive it. We cannot produce uh, humility. Our, our nature is arrogant. We are born arrogant. In order to be humble, we have to receive it. We are born corrupt. We are born angry with, with anger. We are born with all kind of and since my mother conceived me, right? And then we receive holiness. 180 degrees. An angry person. The DNA changes by eating certain, you know, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just go on a, on a limb. Like the fathers didn't talk that way, but I just, I will, I will be bold to, to say we receive Jesus Christ's hormones, if you will, you know. We received his personality, character, in the blood. When we drink his blood, in the blood is personality, his his nose, his 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 his, his soul, his divinity parted not from humanity for a, a twinkle of an eye. And we receive both his humanity and his divinity. So it is mind-boggling when we start to understand what's happening in the communion, in, in the liturgy. What's happening in, by eating His flesh and drinking His blood. When we receive holiness as simple as by eating. Our labor is to maintain it, is to keep it, to guard it. Because we receive holiness. And many of our fathers, they say, there's nothing you could do. It is very simple. right? But when we labor, we labor to keep it. And we labor to, you know, when, when we spend the night studying how about we spend the night studying the Bible because that's the bread of life spending or, or, or saying I am going to be forgiving or I'm going to let go of this relationship I'm going to let go of this place that separates me from God and steals steals the, the, the grace from me that I receive in communion. So we live our life as Christians laboring to keep holiness, to receive holiness and to keep holiness. And we believe in the church that in every liturgy Christ is on this table with his flesh. Really. Why we are not changing? Why we, our spiritual life is, could be stagnant? And why we're, we, we might come as a routine 
to eat and been and then get stolen and we don't grow. It's because we don't understand, we don't approach Christ as real person in the liturgy. It's not a theory. He is not somebody that we imagine. He is real. You know, part of our tradition in the Coptic, in the Coptic liturgy, Abura many times says, peace be with you, and he will turn around and do the sign of the cross, right, on the whole congregation. When he says, Irini Pasi, or peace be with you all. He does that throughout all the liturgical prayers. But if you notice, toward the end of the liturgy, there are four, the last four, Irini Pasi, Abuna does not turn around or do the sign of the cross. He will not. And the reason the Father will say, Abuna is not doing that, because Christ is on the table, the real, truly on the altar. So what Abuna does, you will notice, that Abuna will just do this. He go to the side of the altar. So Christ himself will be doing the sign of the cross on us and give us Irini Pasi. So our tradition at the church is kept that way so you will see as a congregation that Christ himself is the one giving Irini Pasi. And there are four because there are, we can, you know, some other time maybe we can, can talk more about each one of them. But there are stations which at the end, once the invocation of the Holy Spirit comes and the bread and the wine are converted to the, the, the body and blood of, of Christ. After that, any Irini Pasi, Christ is the one who is making the sign of the cross. When I was just doing, making room for him to do that. And in each one of those, there's a gift. Each one of Irini Pasi, those, a gift directly, directly from the person of Christ in the church. The gift of being set apart, the first one, after lead us not, when he said, lead us into your kingdom. After that, we say, Irini Pasi. So this is the gift of being inside the kingdom, just separating, like getting out of Egypt and into, out of the Red Sea, across the Red Sea. The second Irini Pasi is about, like we talked, the three things, the purification, the illumination, and the sanctification. So you will see that we are receiving something in the liturgy. This bread is full of holiness, full of enlightenment, full of purification. So, we are coming and eating the bread that gives us those gifts. And we grow spiritually in all those dimensions. We start to receive detachment from the world. You know, today in the, in the reading he says, how would you know? How would you know that you have, are receiving the bread of life. He said, whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. 
So if I'm hungry to the world, if I'm thirsty to the world, I am not eating. If I'm hungry, I'm not eating. If I'm thirsty, I'm not eating. So this is how we, we come. And, and, and a sign, an indicator of whether we are eating and feeding on Him is the world is shrinking to us. As we grow spiritually, as we grow with Him, as we grow in, in feeding on Him, getting filled with Him, what happens? We never hunger. We, our hunger to the world gets reduced. The world becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. That's how we see in our saints, our fathers. The world was like they stepped on the, on the world. The world was so small to them. If the world's still big and is getting bigger and bigger, then we are not feeding, we are hungry, we are thirsty. May God give us to open our eyes like the, 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 the two disciples in Maus during the, the breaking of, of the bread, their eyes were opened. And this is what we receive in the liturgy. We receive wisdom, we, we, we receive mysteries, we receive enlightenment. We also receive purification. If he said, this is given for the remission of sins. This is for everybody, for all the sinners. This is not for every Christian. We are all sinners. We come as sinners. And we eat and we take holiness. And we labor to keep that holiness. If it takes spending a night... In, in, in reading and prayer, we spend the night. 